Welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Hello, ladies. Good to have you with us again at our Deeply Rooted Devos. Um, we're glad you've joined us, and I'll just allow our panel to introduce themselves. Go ahead. I'm Val Forbes, and I have really enjoyed engaging with these ladies, and I really hope that uh, you find that today, too. And I'm Martha Muntz, and I've really enjoyed hearing everyone's thoughts on the scriptures. So encouraging. And I'm Carrie Fellows. Uh, welcome, ladies, to our podcast. We've been having a lot of fun. I hope you guys do, too. And I'm Esther Jennings. And so today, uh, Martha is actually going to be sharing uh, her thoughts on a passage in Daniel. And uh, I'm really excited to hear what she has to say about um, some of the ways that uh, Daniel shares his heart in that book. Great. Thanks, mm -hmm. Esther. Yes, I have actually been a bit... Um, I would say something has been pressing on my soul uh, lately, and, um, and it's been this issue surrounding the residential schools. Mm. And part of what presses on me with that, um, first of all, the horror of it all, and uh, it's been, I think, really good for Huntsville to have a better awareness of all of this. We see the orange ribbons and whatnot. But I'm not really qualified to speak to that issue at all, mm -hmm. but I thought, you know, the other thing that presses on me is not just that uh, um, there's wickedness in the world, which we know there is, but also some of that is done in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And also as a Canadian, you know, we aren't used to that. So I was thinking, Lord, how do I respond to that? Right. What do I do? And then I thought, uh, the Lord's been teaching me a few things. I'm certainly not at the end of it or no authority on this. But I thought I'd share where God has led me. Okay, absolutely. And the first thing that God led me to was where Jesus said, I'll just read, we'll end up in Daniel, as Esther said, but uh, Jesus said to the Jews, I'm in John 8, verse 31, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm. And also John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. Jesus is a truth teller. And as Christians, I think we need to hear the truth and, uh, and uh, hear from people the truth. Mm -hmm. So people have been hurt. And I think, you know, God was kind of also teaching me, how should I respond to people who've been really, really hurt? And even maybe hurt, um, in Jesus' name, on mm -hmm. on you know not maybe even not mantle, but whatever it was, we need to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. So I thought the first thing that we need to do when we're um, when I'm I should speak to myself when I'm confronted with something, mm -hmm. and 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 this doesn't fit well with I don't want to hear these things. That's the thing. I, I look inside my soul and I think, no, I, I don't want to hear about that. Yeah. I want to hear how Christians, you know, things are going well and people are being blessed. And I don't want to hear where things maybe haven't gone right, where sin has come in. Mm -hmm. But Jesus wants us to hear the truth. So the first thing I thought that the Lord was telling me was, Martha, you need to listen. Mm 
-hmm. You need not to say, no, that never happened, or, you know, Christian leaders can't be bad, or you have to not just try to dismiss, but to listen. And even say, if somebody comes to me who's hurt, I need to listen. Mm -hmm. So that'd be my first thing that Mm -hmm. God was telling me. And then Pastor Kai spoke on Romans um, 12, and I'll just read one verse out of that for what, what God was kind of saying the next thing should be. Never, one is never be wise in your own sight, which goes with listen. But the verse I'm really thinking of is rejoice with those who rejoice, but weep with those who weep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we listen, and then we acknowledge the hurt. Mm-hmm. It has happened. That person is hurt. And we don't have to say the rights or wrongs of it all. That's maybe not our job. That's not my job as an individual. You know, there are things that need to be done and things that should be done. But for me as a person uh, who I don't have any real, you know, I'm not part of the government or any of that, but I can listen to that hurt and acknowledge it and stand and say, yes, that was wrong and you are hurt. So if we listen and acknowledge. Mm -hmm. And then finally, it's a bit longer here in Daniel. um, And also it was interesting to me, and you can see where I'm um, processing these things, because Pastor Christ spoke on Daniel, and that's what really started me thinking about this. And uh, Daniel, in chapter 9, we know that Daniel is a righteous man. Mm -hmm. He stood up to the evil. He stood for God. But it says in chapter 9, verse 3, Then I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth. Um, And then I want to skip down to um, where he says, uh, verse 5, We have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from your commandments, and rules. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets. Um, and then I'm going to skip down. To us, O Lord, in verse 8, belongs open shame to our kings, to our princes, to our fathers, because we have sinned against you. So Daniel, well, I don't believe he's talking about anything that he's done personally. He recognized that in God's name, something had happened that was wrong. Mm-hmm. And God brought it to me that I could pray that prayer with Daniel and say, Lord, forgive us. You know, as a church, uh, even as a person, as a church, God, forgive us for for these wrongs. And and I really think that 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 at least helped me to put into perspective this issue and also other issues, you know, that have been happening in God's name so that we can turn it back to God, and he's the one then that's going to set this right. You know, I don't have to feel that burden. I can give it to the Lord, and he will set things right. But I can also do those three things, which I actually, Esther helped me turn into an acronym. I can listen, I can acknowledge, and I can pray. Um, Yeah, so that's how I was working through it, and I I wonder what uh, you ladies have to think on those three things. Tell us the acronym. LAP. So you can walk a lap with someone. For me, it's walk. Many of you, you might be in that lap. So you can walk a lap with people and hear their hurt. You can listen, you can acknowledge their hurt, and you can pray. 
Love it. So good. While you're walking with them through it. Love it. So good. I, I just, as you were talking, I, I thought, you know, I see these atrocities in the news and I, I feel that pain um, and I hurt, mm-hmm. but, but I'm simple. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how the heart of God who created these people yes. is hurting? And so, um, you know, that brings me comfort to know that um, I'm made in his image. And so I'm feeling what he's feeling right now. Oh, amen. Amen. I mean, he even tells us, uh, I was thinking of this verse as well, quickly looking it up. Um, he reminds us in Matthew 25 that as you did it to one of these, these are, you know, to do mm-hmm. good to others, as you do it to one of the least of these, you do it to me. Mm-hmm. And, and and as you're mentioning, the, the heart of God, and, and I just remember this old song, um, I loved it. I used to have it on replay all the time. Sorry, I'm dating myself here. But it, it was a, a song called Give Me Your Eyes. And um, it, it, this is just a little tiny part of it. All these people going somewhere. Why have I never cared? Give me your eyes for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. Mm. Beautiful. That just is beautiful. Then it just that yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Oh, I love the fact that you've brought up that we can pray. Yes. Not just pray like for how we feel, but we can pray for the sin of others. Mm-hmm. I think that is such a powerful tool. Yes. That we're not really. It's not in your. It's not right there. It's mm-hmm. it, to be reminded that we can pray for those grieving. We can pray for the sins of all of us. That's a great tool. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, t- I, I read further in that passage and I went to verse 20 to 23 and it just, it says, while I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my plea before the Lord, my God, for the holy hill of my God, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, the angel Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the first came to me in swift flight at this time of the evening sacrifice. He made me understand, speaking with me and saying, O Daniel, I have come out to give you insight and understanding. At the beginning of your pleas for mercy, a word went out. I have come to tell it to you, for you are greatly loved. Therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. I just love that Daniel's raw and real confession on behalf of his people was heard by God and that God looked after his hurt and he sent an angel and he said, you are loved. Isn't that powerful? And then it just follows right up what Carrie was saying, Mm -hmm. that that tool that the Christian has, um, the world doesn't have that. We do. Mm -hmm. We have that tool of prayer before our God Mm -hmm. for the, the atrocities that are going on, and often, like you said, in his name. So, yeah, Esther, that, that again, just to say that, that God hears that, mm-hmm. let's not ignore that. It's so easy, isn't it, for us to turn our head and just say, it's not my problem. And even in our community, not even just the history that we're talking about, but even today in our community where we see homelessness or we see people that we can easily ignore because we can just keep on going but doesn't it just make us more aware that it's hurting the heart of god too so um 
that we should actually extend that compassion. That I think is what I was really working with is, you know, you can watch or listen or find out about the news and it can just go over your head. Mm -hmm. But God was really prodding me to say, mm -hmm. you know, I need to be open. I need to be willing to listen, to acknowledge, and then to pray. Mm -hmm. And there may be steps after that that God's mm -hmm. leading me to or other people. Mm -hmm. But to have that, uh, that Christ-like humility to say, um, yes, this is, it happened. We live in a broken world. Mm -hmm. But I can respond in a godly fashion, and God gives me grace to to not go and say, I'll put my head in the sand, mm -hmm. but I can love my neighbor. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Well, thank you, Martha, so much for your thoughts on this passage and just reminding us of um, the sin that has happened, but also Indeed. there is provision for that uh, through our Lord. So we're so glad that you've joined us for this conversation today, and, and we look forward to you joining us next time. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted@myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.